Good evening, happy Monday. It's 21st of November. I'm a little bit shattered. Over the weekend, a friend came up and we watched the Formula One live. It was in Abu Dhabi, of course, we're in New Zealand, so it was a 2am affair. Uh, we'd also gone out the night before and stayed up pretty late chatting, and so last night we slept at about 10.30 and then woke up at 1.30 for the race. And then went back to bed at about 4am. Um, I got up at, I don't know, 10, but I'm still completely shattered. So despite having about seven hours sleep, it's not not quite enough. So hopefully I can be coherent. Um, I'd like to speak through a couple of, talk through a couple of things that have really affected me over the last, uh, the last week. I was actually just looking back through my diary, trying to figure out the exact timing. Uh, it feels like it's been quite full on. Uh... And this is to do with my spiritual life and my my journey as, I guess, a Christian and resisting temptation and being a man and all sorts of things which cross-section. So if you're any of those things, which I just mentioned, hopefully this is at least interesting and hopefully encouraging. But I'd like to take a step back and just ponder the journey of life so far. And for me, I'm somebody who read uh, Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week uh, a long time ago, I think nearly when it first came out. And this idea of a lifestyle where I could work as little as possible and earn as much as possible, I found really appealing. And so I've spent the last 10 years essentially trying to find a way there, although not necessarily with a huge amount of focus. But starting my own businesses and that kind of thing has always kind of been a feature uh, of me and my personality and people would always remark on just how random the things that I would be working on are for example cricket powder you know the cricket the insect uh, this is a long time ago and myself and a friend were trying to make food products using cricket powder thinking that it was more sustainable uh, perfume making my own perfume skincare a bunch of other stuff which sort of escapes my my mind right now but the point is I wanted to find a way to free myself up so I could have more leisure, so I had less responsibility. And that was all very well and good until recently where I've kind of got to the point where I'm not quite sure what it is that my my goal is. And if my goal is just to free up more leisure time, then I've been able recently to be quite honest with myself and ask what is you know, what is the what is the purpose in that goal? What is the significance in that goal? Is it worth doing even? Who really cares? If that's what I'm doing with my time and I only live once, then is that really it? You know, I just, what, 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 so what? I get more leisure, get more leisure time, get to do more things that I enjoy uh, and then maybe have a family, which I probably would anyway, hopefully and then die, and then that's that's my life. And I realized I was drawing a huge amount of meaning, even as a Christian, from the things that I was doing in my life. Like what my hobbies were. And ultimately the goal was in some way to be, have a big impact, maybe make a lot of money, give a lot of it away. And in my, in my view... It was kind of, that was fulfilling God's calling on my life. 
that was fulfilling some sort of higher purpose. But it was all from my own... I was orchestrating it. It was from my... It was my own brainchild. I kind of maybe convinced myself that God had given me that as a vision or something. But really, it was just a way to validate myself. And when I think about the outworkings of what that would be, it would be, you know, more friends who really appreciate me for me. Uh, maybe finding a wife or... Uh, yeah, being being liked and being useful and all of this kind of thing. Respected, all of that kind of thing. And so that's what I was working towards. And I was trying to get those things as the outcome for doing that. But I became really tired. And as, as I was saying, I became honest about, is that really worthwhile? And so I asked myself, and it was prompted by a few things uh, that I'd seen on Instagram and some some influencers saying you need to focus on your mission you know instead of focusing on all these other things in life and worrying about all these other things in life as a man this is what they said you need to focus on your mission and whatever your mission is just wake up every day do your mission and then all the other things will be given to you kind of by the universe and i was thinking about this and i was racking my brain and i was thinking yeah this Sounds cool. This sounds interesting. Sounds compelling. Focus on one thing and everything else falls into line. And I couldn't for the life of me answer the question of what is my mission? And so I asked myself, what is my mission as a Christian? I mean, I am a Christian. And shouldn't I look to the Bible for that answer? How do I not know what my mission is. Am I not supposed to be a child of God? Is it not supposed to be clear to me what I should be doing? What is my mission? How do I know that the hobbies and impact that I'm having is what God really wants? Do I just make it up along the way, hope for the best, kind of zero in on something which seems like it has a lot of impact based on my interests and hobbies? And then hope that God works through that. And just sort of make that up by myself. And I just thought that felt so... It made me feel so uneasy and kind of anxious. And am I doing the right thing? How do I know that I'm following God's will for my life? And then it occurred to me to look it up in the Bible. And after looking into it, I realized that the mission was really clear of what a of what a Christian is. Now, the, now bear in mind, I'm not talking about necessarily commandments. I'm talking about what is the core purpose? What is the core mission of a Christian? Any Christian? Not something specific on your life, and not not some blanket commandments per se. Although those are very you know very uh, worthwhile taking into account. But what do you wake up every morning in your, with in your heart? What should that be? And what I found, and I'm open to being told otherwise, but what I found was really simple. And for the last week, I've been grappling with it. And it has, it has me more excited about life and what it means to be a Christian and just... It feels like an adventure more than any other teaching that I've come across 
or at least that I've come across and then directly apply to my life because this is not a new teaching. This is nothing, this is nothing new at all. And the mission, in my words, and maybe this is an imperfect way of putting it, but it is to die and be resurrected again with Christ. It is to let yourself be transformed by the power of Jesus. It's simply to become more Christ-like, to follow Christ and to know him intimately. And then after that, I don't need to worry about my behavior and following a list of rules because if I become more like Christ, then my desires will be transformed as a result of that. And his Holy Spirit... And the Holy Spirit, which is the, the word that dwells in us, it's Jesus, the person who dwells in us. We can rely on him every day. Instead of trying to kind of make things up and by our own calculus have an impact. And in terms of the practical outworkings of this, it's what we've all been told as Christians our whole lives. If you grew up in a Christian family, you would have heard this a million times. If you're new to Christianity, you would have heard it many times as well. Which is to take everything to him in prayer and learn more about him through the scripture. The person of Jesus is a person and he lives. Through the mystery of you know crucifixion and resurrection, which blows the mind it's kind of overwhelming to think about but through that truth we are free from all these other burdens of having to find our own way because we were never meant to find our own way and to me at least this is one of the things that i've been freed from and i'm sure there are many other things that people are freed from but for me in particular it was the freedom from having to decide every day to carve my own path in the world and to essentially play God, to try and figure out how to manipulate things around me to affect some kind of change for something that I was calling God. It takes all of that out because every day I just rely on Jesus and I lean into him. And it's really hard to explain what that looks like practically, but as I mentioned, you know, praying and reading the scripture and learning more about his person so that we can be affected by that. And as I've done that, and it's bear in mind that the thing that's about this is it's only been a week since I've been doing it, but I feel like it's the first time in my life where I've kind of gotten some of those things that people say about, you know, you invite Jesus into your heart and you repent and you turn from the things that you were doing. And I used to take that to mean confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And so just say it. And then kind of say that you're not going to do any other bad things. And hope that that makes you a Christian somehow. But what I'm feeling this week is totally different to that. It's a relationship, which again, we've been told this a, a thousand times. It's a relationship with Jesus. That's the point of being a Christian. You are a follower of Jesus. You're a follower of Christ. But to follow him is to wake up every morning and lean into him and trust him and... Admit that you can't do anything without him. 
and not reserve some part of yourself or something that you want to keep doing. And for me, there are certain things that I, I've been really struggling to overcome this week, certain temptations, certain things that I'm prone to or prone to give into. And in the past, I've kind of reserved the right to give up for some reason. You know, I, I know it's wrong, but I reserve the right to give up. But in this particular case, the words of Jesus or the words of uh, Corinthians saying that God will not tempt us beyond what we are able to handle and all these other promises about giving us strength, they're starting to ring true because of that relationship. And I can take everything to Jesus and it's not some sort of prayer to an unknown God and hope that he has mercy on me. It's a relationship and it's sharing and it's this is the state of my heart and I want to let you in to every part of my heart and I want you to change it and I want you to keep finding things that are impure because I don't know the things in my heart which are impure. I don't know all of them. I know some of them. And as we do that, we learn, I hope to, well, I hope in my case that I learn to love Jesus more and that I learn to understand more about what that what that means and that it will change my behavior. And, and the freedom of that and the freedom of eating and drinking, you know, of the bread and the wine, so to speak, Jesus's body and blood, inviting him in, that gives a freedom because we are freed from the burden of being separated from God. And that's the whole point of Jesus. That's the whole point of his sacrifice. That's the whole point of his crucifixion and resurrection and ascension. Is that he is there to advocate on our behalf. Where our sin had previously separated us from the love of God, Jesus, is, Jesus has bridged that gap. And so we are able to partake in God's love. And it really feels like that. And I feel joy and it's really hard because although I feel joy and I understand that whole idea of, you know, the burden of burden of being a Christian is real, but the but the yoke is light. People always say that. The yoke is light and there's real joy in being a Christian. And it's interesting because it feels like all these temptations that I'm struggling with and I really hope that I don't give in to, they a further separation and if I give in then I'll be separated again due to my own behavior not because God has rescinded his invitation I wrote in my diary uh, on the 16th so five days ago I said I now understand why the Christian life is difficult and yet the yoke is light. Can life really be this simple? Of course, I'm not perfect and will stumble, but save for those times, can it really be this clear? I feel joy and I feel the presence of my old desires too, but not the irresistible gravity of them, which I knew deep down I would succumb to. And by that, I mean, you know, before it was more relationship based, I assumed that I would given at some point and that I couldn't really be transformed and it really feels like a, I can understand that whole metaphor of being purified by fire because it's it feels painful and for me this week and maybe just because I'm so tired right now 
although I was kind of jubilant and joyful at the start after learning this, or having this revelation of this thing which I'd been told a thousand times and for some reason was too thick to get it, now that I understand it a bit more for myself, I kind of, yeah, I feel silly. And although I was joyful at the start, now I feel kind of tired and like this is going to be a really long journey and it's going to be a journey which never ends. And I have to give the day to Jesus every day and I have to ask him for help all the time and I have to admit that I can't do anything of it, do anything about the temptations by myself, but ask God and tell, tell him that I'm struggling and he will give me a way out. That's one of the promises in the Bible. There'll be no temptation, which is too great, and there'll be an escape from the temptation. And when you have a relationship, you have trust. And when you, tr- when you trust, you're able to listen to those promises and take them seriously. And on an emotional level, they actually mean something. And so it's not just a head knowledge, which is, you know, head knowledge doesn't overcome temptation. It has to be in your heart. It has to be, I guess, emotional. And this, yeah, this way that I'm kind of recently viewing it has helped that a lot. And it's not so much in my head where I try and rationalize things, but I catch myself doing that and I submit it to God and I say, I can't do anything without you, Jesus. Please walk with me. And guide me and give me strength in this moment. And that gives me just enough to get through, even though it feels incredibly difficult. So anyway, I'm, uh, I think we're at about 20 minutes. So I've been rambling on for too long. It was probably quite convoluted, so I apologize. But as I as I mentioned, this is kind of, despite growing up in a Christian family, this all feels very, it feels very new and fresh and exciting and really like an adventure. And I, I feel like I don't need to worry about things anymore. And my anxiety on an existential level has gone down. Uh, but I also, I'm now worried about the day-to-day and I'm well, not worried about it, but it's, it's, just the, it's just the awareness of how much I need God's help and how much before I was making it up as I went along and I was willfully ignorant to my lacking. And I constructed a reality where I didn't need God. And I was living by my own rules. And when you take that away, it's kind of the dissolution of something which feel, which felt at least somewhat solid. But when you're submitting to God every day and you're asking him to help you, you don't have that certainty which you're in the habit of accepting and which you're in a habit of expecting and which you get into a habit of needing as well. And so I guess I'll find out over the next weeks, months, hopefully years, I mean, that about what this all looks like and where it leads. Uh, another, another final point, just to end on this, is 
although this message has been said many different times in many churches uh, along among you know through the millennia i feel like recently when you go to churches and especially very charismatic or big churches a lot of it's around how can the bible and christianity enhance your normal life rather than how can you die to your old self and be renewed you know the trans the renewal of the the mind and a transformation of your heart and your habits and you know the very essence of yourself and so a lot of it's around you know your identity your hobbies your projects leaving leaving a legacy they often talk about that having an impact is a really big one i feel like in the christian in the christian church and people who've made a big impact and you know maybe been super successful and wealthy or gone on mission trips and all of this kind of thing there is an emphasis on all of that as opposed to the day-to-day -day submission to jesus and i uh, i read or i heard somebody say in a youtube video something like when you submit to jesus every single day all of your actions are now in step with him and they they finally have eternal significance whereas before if you're just trying to make it up how do you know it has eternal significance you might be doing something which on the surface looks really good but if it's not according to god's plan well is it worth anything and so we get taught a lot about this impact theory and you know having an impact and that kind of thing but yeah i feel like this message of just the simple message of the gospel i guess is the way to put it somehow gets lost or at least it got lost on me or, or maybe I, yeah and maybe maybe i'm the only one who's it's this is new to yeah but it feels it feels new and i don't know if you have any thoughts on this i don't I know nobody listens to these but if you have any thoughts chuck in a send in a voice message i'd love to hear your thoughts uh yeah it feels like an, a bizarre experience and i'd be really keen to know if others feel the same way or if, or if this is relatable at all or if i've or if i've lost the plot Alrighty, that's all for now if i have any more thoughts i'll, I'll make another episode thanks for listening ciao eternal significance whereas before if you're just trying to make it up how do you know it has eternal significance you might be doing something which on the surface looks really good but if it's not according to god's plan well is it worth anything and so we get taught a lot about this impact theory and you know having an impact and that kind of thing but yeah i feel like this message of just the simple message of the gospel i guess is the way to put it somehow gets lost or at least it got lost on me or, or maybe I, yeah and maybe maybe i'm the only one who's it's this is new to yeah but it feels it feels new and i don't know if you have any thoughts on this i don't i know nobody listens to these but if you have any thoughts chuck in a send in a voice message i'd love to hear your thoughts uh yeah it feels like an, a bizarre experience and i'd be really keen to know if others feel the same way or if, or if this is relatable at all or if i've or if i've lost the plot Alrighty, that's all for now if i have any more thoughts i'll, I'll make another episode thanks for listening ciao